0: I got this email, and we're going to switch away finally, from the written house and the Waukesha thing and um, talk a little bit about something we haven't talked about very much, which is COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> finally, we COVID? can start talking about other stuff. Never heard of her. Never heard of her, who is that) <laughs> I got an email this morning from New York Times. Now, things like this always come via email. I don't see it in the New York Times article.
1: It's so they can say they reported on yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Oh, we reported on Look at this right here. Mm-hmm. And we sent it out to our... We spammed everyone's email, which they didn't read. So here was the, here was the part of the little email. I can't call it an article. Let's to call it. Just the, the email. 0.0. 0. <clears throat> now we're going to talk a little bit about vaccines. And a little bit about COVID real quick. But from this, this point to be coming from the New York Times, uh, I think we're going to have to use it when people like your family over Thanksgiving break start giving you, uh, start giving you crap about not being vaccinated. 0. 0.0. For most people, the vaccines remain remarkably effective at turning COVID into a manageable illness that's less dangerous than some everyday activities. That's crazy. Why didn't Mm. we ever think to compare it to everyday activities and risks that people take in their lives every day? Why hasn't anyone on the right done that at all? That would be so weird to do that. The main dividing line is age. In Minnesota, which publishes detailed COVID COVID data, the death rate for fully vaccinated people under 50 during the Delta surge this year was 0.0 per 100,000, meaning so few people died that the rate rounds to zero. Now, side note right here, I hate it when people say, I'm only doing it because the title of this thing was 0.0. But when something is say like 0.4, I hate it when people say 0.4. You just say 0.4, the zeros implied. You're just trying to make like a bigger point about Mm -hmm. what you're saying. It's 0.1%. You wanted to say the word zero while you were talking about it. So let's just be honest. You wanted to say the word zero.
1: You wanted zero in there to to bring a certain feeling.
0: Yes, to bring that feeling of zero. And, you know, it it just annoys me when people do it. Everyone does it. There's fine people on both sides. You know the thing. Okay, Washington state is another place that publishes statistics by age and vaccination status. In the most recent report, Washington not even include the death rate for fully vaccinated residents under 65. It was too low to be meaningful. Hospitalization rates are also very low for vaccinated people under 65 in Minnesota during the Delta surge. The average weekly hospitalization rate for vaccinated residents between 18 and 49 was one per 100,000. To put that in perspective, I looked up data for some other medical problems. That's not me talking this person in the email. During a typical week in the U.S., nearly three people per 100,000 visit the emergency room because of a bicycle crash. The rate for vehicle crashes is about 20 per 100,000. COVID is the threat on many of our minds, but for most people under 65, the virus may present less risk than a car trip to visit relatives this week. What? <sighs> you don't say. From the New York Times. Restriction. <laughs> Chairlish. We
1: gotta censor this stuff, man. This is da- people are gonna die because of this. This is dangerous. This is ridiculous. I can't believe they didn't say you should get your kids vaccinated.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they tell us the vaccines were safe and effective in this thing? No, the, the This po- is misinformation. This is misinformation. We mis- need to, this mis- needs to be fact checked. Misinformationism at
1: its finest right here. This needs to be fact checked as untrue because it's out of context. <laughs> what they what they're not saying is that the vaccine is still safe. <laughs>
0: they did not mention specifically that the vaccine is still safe, or they didn't mention specifically that the rate was higher for people who weren't vaccinated. That's
1: yeah. And that's why missing it's context, untrue. missing, context. missing context
0: right there in the mm-hmm. fact check brought to you by good morning, Liberty. Um, no, the important part right here, as you talk to your family members this week and your vaccinated family members come up to you and they're like, Hey, why aren't you vaccinated? Or you deal with stuff like what I might deal with, which is like, Oh, this is unsafe for us to to be here no that's wrong wrong it's it's not unless you have a whole bunch of comorbidities or whatever but still listen either they freaking work and they're awesome and they're safe and effective and they reduce the risk of hospitalization and the death rate down to almost nothing or they don't pick one of them but i'm not going to argue against both of those things at the same time i'm not either they're awesome and everyone should get them or Shut the hell up. <laughs> that's really that's really it. Those are the things that we have to decide between right there, because you can't say, oh, I got the vaccine and I'm 55 years old and I basically have no risk of dying, but I feel unsafe being around you because you're not vaccinated. Stop making stupid arguments and maybe people would go get the damn thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's and, that's it. That's the reason that people are so hesitant. To, a lot of people are so hesitant is because
1: of all the stupid arguments that have been made around this thing. The, stu- the stupid arguments and the lack of transparency and, and the lies that have come from the government, which we're going to get into later. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the FDA here pretty soon. But, you know, this is this is just so interesting. Um, again, I, I mean, Charlie this,
0: says in here that he has to mention it. It's uh, typed in here, so mandatory, Chuck, telling everyone he's vaccinated. I actually incoming. wasn't going to. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go into no. that. I thought Costco called it. He did, but I'm not going to mention <clears throat> it. Okay. Well, I would never mention the, that I'm vaccinated. By default, I just mentioned it. Which means I didn't. Which means you didn't, but we still mentioned it. And so how's
1: Pfizer still getting these advertisements out the, there? <laughs> I don't know. It's but big we big pharma, man. It's amazing. Send them an invoice I know. for that. But, but, but the data clearly shows, though, that it is safer as far as COVID is concerned. But we have been talking about this since, for a year and a half. Since March of last year, we have literally been talking about how you have a greater chance, especially if you're under the age of 65, you have a greater chance of dying in a car wreck than you do from COVID. And we've been talking about that for the longest time. But everyone's still going to get in their car. Everyone's, yeah. Still going to drive traffic's around? Traffic's way up.
0: They're going to the put other people at risk uh, while they're driving their car around mm-hmm. because they don't know when, you don't know when you're just going to be driving down the road and you're, the wheel falls off your car.
1: Especially people in, <clears> in <throat> on Interstate 24, which has the mm-hmm. lowest IQ. It's the lowest IQ Interstate <laughs> in Nashville. <laughs> has to be. Erratic driving. Yeah. You're putting all kinds of people at risk. Yeah. And
0: I'm so, serious. The wheel, the wheel could fall off your car. I've been in a wreck on the Paducah Bridge when I was driving in the. Brand new car, and the freaking axle just broke on it. Wheels came off. Going in the miss, going over the Mississippi River. Like she says, she's going to drive it till the wheels
1: come off, and it <laughs> ended up being like two hundred miles. <laughs> it was annoying. It was literally the case. Oh, so so, uh, and now I'm glad the Times is finally recognizing this and sending it out via email <laughs> <laughs> to people that won't. That won't. Read I'm it. sure
0: they're mentioning this on their podcast and all mm. of their other major publications. You know, like that massive newspaper that they have. I'm sure they're doing that. Yeah. So
1: all uh, right. Next up is just when you thought it couldn't get worse in Australia. The the government's up in the ante here. So I you know, it's interesting to see what happens um as governments become more tyrannical. I think you know, I find some some hope, which is never a good thing. You should No, you don't want hope. Yeah, you don't want to hope about anything, but Mm-mm. I do find some hope that when things get too far Most people are not not willing to comply. Yeah, you know, and and then I feel like okay, we're really up against a very loud minority, and where most good, decent, reasonable people won't put up with the garbage.
0: I like all those qualifiers. So if you do put up with the garbage, there's a good chance you're you're not not decent. decent or reasonable. You're Either one or good. exactly
1: what I'm doing there. That <laughs> was good. Yeah. I like I'm it. Using their own language against them. you get a job at MSNBC? I might. You're going to work for Bernie? <laughs> I might. Uh, but no, no, I, I do get some hope uh, from this because unfortunately they, and this is why I think they take things one at a time. Yeah. You know, just a little bit of freedom here and there. And that's how we get where we are today. But when they try to massively uh, be tyrannical- And that's when people rise up. Yeah, this one
0: is actually just about people not rising up and being rounded up by the government right now. But That's what I'm saying. That's because
1: they're doubling down.
0: Sometimes, like when I see some of the stuff going on around the world, I'm like, at least it's not happening here. This is going to get people woken up. But I don't have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So that's good. You know, that's at least good. Okay, I have that little selfish feeling every once in a while, just... Other people. You're like Not in my backyard. <laughs> not in my backyard, but hey, at least it's going to be in the news and I don't have to actually deal with it. That's it, because
1: you just cleaned and stained your fence so people <laughs> can't get into your house. That's true. I you just did overhaul over. the
0: the wall yeah, around my backyard because I'm getting that pool finally. You that's know? right. Um, this is what's going on in Australia. They are uh, sending the defense force around to haul COVID-19 positive people and people they've been in close contact with to their beautifully named quarantine centers that are just a breeze just real fun places to go you know, here's what night, that looked and sounded
1: like to while they're announcing that in these communities immediately implementing a hard lockdown that means residents of minjari and Rockhole no longer have the five reasons to leave their home they can only leave for medical treatment in an emergency or if required by law it's highly likely that more residents will be transferred to Havel Springs today either as positive cases or close contacts. We've already identified 38 close contacts in Benjari and that number will go up. Those 38 are being transferred now. I contacted the Prime Minister last night. We are grateful for the support of about 20 ADF personnel as well as army trucks to assist with the transfer of positive cases and close contacts and to support the communities. They're just uh, they're just overflow facilities. <laughs> overflow. <laughs> that's all they are. Just overflow facilities. Nothing wrong with them.
0: They're not cages. They're mm. overflow facilities. I saw them. I mean, they look like fine apartments that you're forced against your will to live in because you have something that's got a 99% success rate of everything being okay. You know, it's a, it's just your normal overflow facility you put people in.
1: Now the question I, is, Nate, if they told you and all if you lived in Australia and they were like, "Nate, if you go into this quarantine center, you won't lose your hair. <laughs> would that convince you to go?
0: Uh, quarantine center. I guess it would be against your will. Do they have, could I podcast from there and trade? Sure. I don't know. And I wouldn't lose my hair. I don't know. Hmm. Just, That's just, potential. If wouldn't. I someone gave me a time machine, would I go back in time? And stop the hair loss. <laughs> That's the
1: thing. Assuming it's, it came from COVID.
0: Yeah. Um, assuming it came from COVID. You know, quarantine, I don't know. I might. We'll see. Let me see how fast it grows back and I might yeah. come up with a new answer. Right now or in the last month or so, I've said several times if they would have gone on a very strong hair loss campaign about the vaccine, then I would have gotten it. You would have been killing old people. No to get question. No question. Yeah. I would have, like, I, w- I would have, I w- definitely I would have killed people to get up in that line. <laughs> and definitely. And after the first jab, you'd be like, I don't think you got <laughs> it all in there. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me more. Yeah, give me, yeah, you got any biotin in that thing, man? Now, I'm Come curious,
1: on. I'm curious how the Australian citizens are going to respond, considering that what their response has been so far to Australia's ridiculous Uh, lockdowns. What do you think?
0: Oh, I don't think they've been that crazy, man. What are you talking about? Now, just to be clear, this is not Australia continent-wide, country-wide. This is a couple of the, you know, provinces or whatever, Northern Territories, I believe, as they call them, that that are doing this. And some protests have been erupting around the world, erupting into an orgy of violence, as they say. Those damn Europeans and their orgies. Come on. Um, Charlie, you want to tell everyone about the uh, the protests and we'll run through some of the videos because it is
1: it's crazy. Yeah, this from The Blaze. Thanks, Glenn. Massive European protests against COVID-19 lockdowns, vaccine mandates erupt into an orgy of violence. Amid spiking coronavirus cases, Austria announced on Friday that it would implement a full national lockdown and would also legislate a COVID-19 vaccine mandate for all eligible citizens. The first of its kind in a Western nation. Austria is one of several European countries to dictate more stringent COVID-19 restrictions as a fourth coronavirus wave sweeps the continent. Following the introduction of rigid regulations, protests and riots riots exploded across
0: Europe. Did you say Austria or Australia? Austria. All right, just checking. Austria. Austria, gotcha. Okay. Um, Yeah, so we have a video. This is one going on in Vienna, which is probably what our hometown should have been called just so everyone knows, but yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of people out there and they're, they're fine people. I'm sure. I mean, thousands of people out there.
1: And this is happening all over Europe right now. Cover your kid's eyes. This is an orgy of violence. <laughs> there was some, there
0: was some violent stuff. It was still mostly peaceful. I'm sure that's how everyone will cover it. It was mostly mm-hmm. peaceful. I'm sure. Uh, but There was a lot of stuff going on over the weekend. I wanted to talk about this yesterday, but it just went long, you know?
1: So three people were hospitalized late Friday after police opened fire on lockdown protesters in downtown Rotterdam in the Netherlands. Rioters reportedly torched cars, launched fireworks, and attacked police. Police attempted to control the crowd with water cannons. He's got a water cannon. (laughs) Dutch police said that 51 people were arrested during the demonstration against the new COVID-19 restrictions. Local political party uh, Leif Rotterdam condemned the violence. The center of our beautiful city has this evening transformed into a war zone. Rotterdam is a city where you can disagree with things that happen, but violence is never, never the solution.
0: Hmm. Okay. So a little bit more violence happening here in some of these. There's a car on fire. That's what happens when a, now what I saw right there was a racial justice march, <laughs> was a march, a peaceful protest march against mandatory vaccines is what results in those things being on fire right there. Let's see, where are we at? We in, a, we in the Netherlands still right now? Is that what we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. What else you got?
1: Now we're going to Austria's capital of Vienna. Again, tens oh, of thousands marched against the draconian COVID-19 restrictions. We saw that video. Restrictions? Now we're going to Italy. In Italy, thousands of Roman protesters rallied against the country's green pass. The Freaking Romans. Certificate of COVID-19 vaccination required to go into workplaces, restaurants, gyms, theaters, and sports venues. Mm,
0: yeah, there's a lot of people out there. Now this is, we should look at this as a pretty good thing overall, that people, people even around the world, it's not just America Mm -mm. where we like our liberties. This turns out to be a pretty human thing. turns out there's uneducated deplorables across the entire (laughs) world. How did the right wing media, how did Fox News do this? That's what I want to know. How did they reach so many people
1: out there? Now, I will say at least, at least in Italy, I was just in Italy. At least there, you can get a green pass by um, if you've had COVID before and uh, you've recovered. They'll they'll still issue you a green pass. So at least they give that as an option. Whereas like in America, they don't. Although I don't agree with any of it. That's I'm just one saying thing. That's at least something.
0: It's one thing that people aren't paying much attention to when they write these stories. Uh, sometimes on the right you'll see it. We talked the other day about how Reuters, they didn't even mention it when they were talking about Austria. A lot of these countries do have exemptions for people that have had a previous COVID infection. I just read some articles earlier that it was going to be in the stack today, ended up not making it, uh, about how Republicans in, the, Republicans in Florida and around the country are trying to use natural immunity as a way to get out of getting vaccine passports and losing your job and stuff like that. I'm like, th- well, it is egregious today that with all of our wealth and technology and everything that America, one of the biggest d- developed nations, that we're one of the only developed nations out there that does not recognize natural
1: immunity. It's, you know? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a crime. <laughs> it is. Alright, in Croatia, thousands gathered in the capital of Zagreb. I don't know how you say that. That sounded pretty good. To demonstrate know. against the government possibly introducing, possibly introducing <laughs> a COVID-19 vaccine pass that would be needed to enter stores, restaurants, gyms, and cinemas.
0: Yeah, I accidentally so, already x out of that one. So go on to Denmark. I'll say now in
1: Denmark, uh, video here. In Denmark, the government is considering reinstituting COVID-19 restrictions that they just lifted in September. Protesters railed against the potential COVID-19 orders. That looks like a mess so, up there. Man.
0: Um, Look at that. That's what happens when they put their Second Amendment above the First Amendment.
1: Lots of crazy stuff over there. Lots of It's just amazing how uneducated the human race is.
0: <laughs> they're oh, not following the
1: science. It is. And, you know, I can't believe that they just don't understand the 15 days to flatten the curve. It's only 15 days. It's, I don't know what they're protesting for.
0: You're telling me you don't now, have
1: 15 days to sit at home. I hate to, you know, we... This show kind of runs on like an, "I told you so" <laughs> type of. <laughs> hey, when thing. you're right, you're right. But when you're right, you're right. We talked about how long this would last, and it would be forever. Um, and a lot of people went along, you know, in the beginning, um, but eventually enough becomes enough, and people are looking at what's going on around them, and they're like, "This is, this is insane." That's what they're thinking. This is insane. And that's why you have them all gathering around the world, um protesting, either possibly reintroducing restrictions or um not or or the fact that they have now, what's going on is people's livelihoods are being destroyed over this. Mm-hmm. Um, we just read an article the other day where the drug overdose from opiates reached over a hundred thousand in a year's time, which has never happened twenty nine
0: percent spike is thirty six it was a
1: 36% increase. Yeah. Um, suicide, uh, overdoses, everything else is on the rise. People were dealing now with massive inflation that's going on worldwide, by the way, because of, it wasn't just America that inflated their currency, it was everyone else at the same time. Now, listening to that Timcast, Alex Jones think this is all this is all just part of the plan. <laughs> by the way, for them to destroy I currencies still around the world.
0: I still don't know if it's a plan. I, th- I feel like I feel like thinking about whether or not it's a plan, it just gives people I just think it's funny. I know. It, it just gives people way too much credit, like that you would actually be able to to do this. I, I'm sure there are people that want to enact these type of plans, I'm sure, but I think it's giving people way too much credit. I think that this is a natural occurrence in human beings that happens time and time again that you go for your liberty and then eventually you start wanting more and more safety and as you want more safety you go more and more towards tyranny and then the tyranny becomes too much and then you end up going back towards individual liberty again and then you start want more safety and you start going back down that road again i just think that's a natural thing that happens and i think that all these things that happen with our organizations the media all this I don't know if it's all people working in tandem to do something or if this is just a natural thing that happens when a lot of people have the same ideology. Sometimes when they're all saying the exact same lines at the same time, you see them put those news clips together where they're all reading the the same same things. Mm -hmm. And, and of course, those like an NBC News affiliate, NBC sends out the same thing out to all their little local NBC News stations all all over the world, so they all say the same thing. But it... um. I just don't want to give people that much credit, really. I think that this is just human beings. I think it's a natural thing Mm -hmm. that happens. Uh, All right, speaking of, Charlie just said that this is going to be forever. How long is it going to last? It's going to be forever. Thanks to, I think Amanda sent this one over. New. Now, listen, everyone needs to get worried. There's a new COVID strain going around. Mm. You got to worry about this thing now. It doesn't have a cool name yet. I don't know what... Greek alphabet name, it's going to get hopefully not Omega because
1: then we're at the end.
0: That's um, that would be bad. Yeah, although if this were the Omega, I think I'd I'd be okay with that. You got to get worried because there is a new symptomless COVID strain that's more infectious than Delta currently being investigated. Scientists have classified the new AY.4.2 strain. Of COVID-19, which is significantly less likely to display common symptoms, such as coughing and a loss of smell and taste or hair, and is being described as being more infectious than the Delta variant of the virus. Reportedly, as little as a third of the people with the new strain have symptoms synonymous with COVID-19, such as a persistent cough, a fever, or loss of smell and taste. Meanwhile, and hair. Loss of hair. Mean, and hair. <laughs> Meanwhile, people infected with Delta, 46% of those people ended up having one or more of those symptoms. 46%. That's it. 54% of the people who get infected with Delta show no symptoms, is what they just meant to say right mm-hmm. there. Anyway, the AY variants of the virus are considered a sublineage of the Delta variant with 75 AY lineages identified so far. I, I kid you not, eventually... Now, they're not saying we got to lock down because of this variant. Eventually... They will when they run out of other stuff, even though it's a mostly symptomless COVID strain going around. But it's it's, more infectious. It's more infectious. And what they'd be worried about is what's it going to evolve into? We have to stop the spread of this symptomless COVID strain out there because while this one might be symptomless, what it magically evolves into might be way worse. And by the way, this is yet more proof that viruses typically evolve down when they, when they are evolving, you get the one that's more infectious and less deadly because that's the one that was most likely to spread among the people in the population. So when you get one that is more, uh, more deadly and more infectious, that would be kind of weird. Not saying it's not possible. That'd be kind of weird. I'm just telling you, eventually they'll even use stuff like this, symptomless, as a reason to this lock is stuff down.
1: probably the kappa, kappa, kappa variant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wish it was the no-kappa-kappa-kappa Kappa Kappa variant. <laughs> that would be way better.
1: That's, that's what I'm going with. That's probably what this is. Speaking of why
0: people have hesitancy when listening to their public officials on things, Charlie,
1: take me through a little bit of the bureaucracy real quick. Oh, I just love this headline here. Um, this is from the National Review. Now, folks, your government cares about you. I want you to know that they are they're fighting for you. They care about your health and your safety, and, um, and you know, they want to be transparent and provide you with everything you need so that you can live a meaningful life. So from the National Review, the FDA will take only 55, but only in there, you guys, because, you know, this isn't that long. The FDA will take 55 years to answer Freedom of Information Act on vaccine approval data. Only 55 years. That's so not the, too bad. The Freedom of Information Act requests are rarely speedy, but when a group of scientists asked the federal government to share the data it relied upon in licensing Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, the response went beyond typical bureaucratic, um, your cursor's there. Oh, my foot bad. Foot dragging. Foot dragging. I was like, what is that? I was boot like, dra- what? Boot dragging? Sh- Surely Who he can that? pronounce that. It's foot. 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 So the, the response went beyond the typical bureaucratic foot dragging, okay? As in 55 years beyond. That's how long the FDA and court papers this week proposes it should be given to review and release the trove of vaccine-related documents. That's how long they need to manipulate their data before they <laughs> release it to the public. Ah. Uh, and if a federal judge in Texas agrees, plaintiffs, public health, and medical professionals for transparency can expect to see the full record in 2076. God. 2076. They're not even trying no. to make anyone feel better.
0: Like, the, hey, we want to know what's in the data that led to you guys approving this. I will tell your grandkids. Shut up.
1: Joe says 55 years. That's 48 years after we all die of climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the plaintiffs, a group of more than 30 professors and scientists from universities, including Yale, Harvard, UCLA and Brown filed suit in September in U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas seeking expedited access to the records expedited. They say that releasing the information could help reassure vaccine skeptics that the shot is indeed safe and effective and thus increase confidence in the Pfizer vaccine. (laughs) But the FDA is like, no, no. The FDA can't simply turn the documents over for whole, uh, over wholesale. The records must be reviewed to redact <laughs> confidential business and trade secret information of Pfizer or BioNTech and personal privacy information of patients who participated in clinical trials, wrote DOJ lawyers in a joint status report filed Monday. <laughs> they, they
0: made the thing in a few days, you know, but uh, from what I can figure out. going to take us at least 55 years to redact the important information from this thing.
1: I'm just doing my math right now. Yeah.
0: Magically 55 years.
1: Now listen to this. The FDA proposes releasing 500 pages per month on a rolling basis. So 500 pages per month for 55 years. Noting that the branch that would handle the review has only 10 employees. See, it's a labor problem. (laughs) It's it's because Trump cut their budget, I'm sure and is currently processing about 400 other freedom of information act requests now we talked about this earlier but one of the problem with one of the biggest problems with vaccine adoption and this whole covid thing to begin with was the fact that there was not only a lack of transparency but there was a complete misinformation campaign done by the government and other people supposedly responsible for this uh, purposefully withholding information or purposely manipulating information to push an agenda rather than just giving the people the facts and letting them decide for themselves. And, you know, this has been going on for a long time, but I think people are finally fed up with it. And when it comes to something that affects your livelihood as much as this does, <laughs> the people are not going to stand for it. They're just going to call you out They 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 don't want to be gaslight gaslit and they're going to to you know they're going to rebel like a teenager against being told what to do well i'm trying to figure out how many pages this is and so see. when you oh 500 pages a month 6000 a year 6 6 times 55 um Three hundred
0: thirty thousand pages. Three hundred thirty thousand pages. There you go. And what Joe said, we rather really have five hundred pages a month, or for fifty-five years, or one lump sum right now. <laughs> I'll take two hundred and fifty thousand pages. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do that. Two
1: hundred fifty thousand. We'll call it even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but really, what they need to do is redact everything about the trial that incriminates them.
0: It's just going to be a bunch of big
1: black lines redaction, across the pages. Redaction. 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 OK, so anyway, I mean, that to me, that's one of the biggest problems with this entire thing was going back and forth between you don't need a mask or you do need a mask. Because, look, I think most people, when we didn't know anything about this, most people were on board for 15 days to flatten the curve. They're like, OK, 15 days. What do we do? And the fact that they that they We
0: weren't because we knew it wasn't just going to be well, 15 yeah. days.
1: But the fact that they weren't just forthcoming with the information and the data and they try to manipulate you people are just reading right through sorry mom the bullshit mm, mm. and they're over it You said bull mm-hmm.